Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good morning, everybody. This is Jeremy Evans, your host of Believe in Sports Law via the Believe Podcast Network. Today is Monday, July 13th, 2020. I hope that you're doing well out there. And uh, despite the uh, lockdowns and being out of school and having travel plans not go as planned, but that being said, uh, we're alive, we're here, and you're listening to the show. So at least we got that going for us. But uh, today's topic, uh, I think, is a very interesting one and something that, uh, as a sports fan, uh, for all the sports fans out there, something, even if you're not a sports fan, we got a lot more content coming our way, uh, as we know, and as you should know, or maybe don't know. The Major League Soccer season has uh, restarted uh, the tournament there. Uh, in addition to that, the National Basketball Association has got its bubble going on in Orlando, in the Disney ESPN complex there, similar to MLS, uh, in Florida. And that's going to be starting towards the end of the month, 25th or 26th of July or something like that. Might even be the 24th. And then, of course, baseball is restarting. Major League Baseball is restarting on the 23rd and 24th of uh, this month of July, 2020. And of course, we're likely to have the NFL and um, uh, the NCAA football uh, this uh, this coming fall. And of course, with schedule-wise, uh, particularly with, let's say, the Pac-12 and the Ivy League and the uh, Big Ten, I believe those conferences have looked towards a conference-only uh, schedule in terms of just traveling within the conference versus these um, games that you might normally see, like Oklahoma versus UCLA or a USC versus Notre Dame, you know that sort of thing. You have these bigger schools you know play each other across the country type thing. So that's unlikely to happen. But ultimately, we have a lot of sports coming at us in this month, and it's been a long break. Uh, what seems like a long break, it's been a couple, three months now, and uh, some people are now in eighteen week 18 of uh, work from home type situations, And but here we are, and uh, we're, we're going to have uh, a lot of sports coming at us, and that's really exciting, and so this week's topic is really looking at the potential for the unexpected in a shortened season there are many things that can and cannot happen. And there's going to be a lot of wild cards out there. Uh, there's potential for a season full, a shortened season full of wild cards. So, you know, as we mentioned, obviously Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, uh, National Basketball Association, and National, Ho- National Hockey League are all making their comebacks. They've all agreed to shorten seasons and or uh, playoff type postseason tournament deals. So that's all coming back. Uh, there's bound to be some surprises in performance and expectations, along with uh, the usual heartbreak and excitement, except in a much more quick period. So um, now the interesting thing with all this is that surprises, you know, obviously um, are what make a season. Uh, in any sport and or the performance of an athlete 
uh, that much more exciting. It's uh, the place where uh, they can make history. When you bring those things together, uh, you know, magic can happen in that way. So with that sort of in mind and thinking about sports coming back and thinking about some of the excitement of that and the things that, that, that could potentially happen, want to look at four things that have come to mind, at least for me. I'm sure there's other things you could think about, but that may happen in a rescheduled and shortened season. So uh, the first is unexpected division winners, right? In every sports league, you have, you know, essentially divisions. Divisions. You have, you know, the West, the, um, you know, the South, the East, the North, um, the Central Division, whatever it might be, depending on the sport you're looking at. But that's generally broken up that way. It's usually, for the most part, you have two leagues and you have uh, divisions uh, within each of, of those leagues. At least that's the situation for the National Football League and Major League Baseball and also for the National Hockey League. Major League Soccer is does have divisions, uh, but there is not two leagues. There's essentially Major League Soccer, and that goes more towards the um, history of Major League Soccer and, let's say, the, the NBA. But that being said, you know, in any season, a team will go in and you'll have the experts saying that such and such team is going to perform really well. They have all the talent. They have this and that. And in this podcast, I'm really going to focus more towards baseball. And the reason for that is, is well, one, because baseball is such a statistically driven sport. And so when you're talking about the potential of a player hitting 400, you know, having a 400 average batting average in a season, it's much more likely in a 60 game season where let's say you have a player has a really hot start, you know, Cody Bellinger last year for the Dodgers, uh, the 2019 MVP hit uh, over 400 for I think it was a f- at least 46 games, and uh, and ultimately did not have as hot of a second half of the season after the All Star break in 2019. But the point is, is that there's again there are a lot of surprises that could happen, particularly with division winners. You know, so we're, you know a lot of the experts saying that the Dodgers will win. That's great, especially for Dodger fans. That's that that could be great. Uh, for the community there, um, and, and especially with what, what's happened in Los Angeles with everything with COVID, and it could be great for the city, right? And uh, last championship was 1988. With that being said, a lot can happen, right? How many times over the past seven years the Dodgers have won the National League West Division? Have I think it's at least two where they started out uh, not doing so hot and playing under 500 baseball. And that they come back and win uh, the division. I think it was 2013 when they um, they um, picked up Yasiel Puig, and he had this sort of stellar. It might have been 2012, but he had this stellar um, second half of the season uh, when he he got called up after the All Star break, and you know had you know ton of home runs. I think it was 13 something home runs. And uh, some RBIs really sparked the club. And they ended up winning the division, and they ended up having a terrific record, right? So the point is is that uh, a long 162-game season can have a lot of different things happen. It's not to say that it can't happen in a shortened season. It's just that you have less chances, right? And where a team, uh, you know, it's bound to go on hot and cold streaks. 
And that's sort of where talent and expectations and experience can help win championships. But again, I think the shortened seasons can provide for a little extra drama here and a little extra unpredictability. And, you know, where a team prepares to play for a full season, uh, again, there can be ups and downs. That, that, that sort of long season allows for recovery time. And, you know, again, comebacks can still happen in a shortened season, but with less games, there are fewer opportunities and chances. And the results, um, is, the result or the results are that you may not have the typical division winners. And uh, so it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Now, it may just turn out that every predicted team wins the division and the predicted team wins the, the, the championship. But that being said, it provides a shortened season, provides for uh, some unpredictability. And, and again, the fact that we've had this sort of layoff period provides for additional unpredictability. We have players opting out, players who get sick, that sort of thing. So we shall see. Uh, it's going to be a very, very exciting time, in, in my opinion. And uh, again, as I mentioned before, you have teams that start out under 500 and then turn things around. Well, the season is shortened and I'll have enough time to make it to the playoffs. So we'll see how that plays out. But then again, if a league has had expanded, you know, teams make the playoffs because of its special season, that could uh, factor in as well. So now, particularly in baseball, normally you have a lot of teams who make these comebacks or uh, they go on a hot streak after the all-star break or after the trade deadline. Now, of course, both those things are non-existent in this season because it's a 60-game uh, season. But you also have a 60-man roster to provide for that depth uh, that depth and uh, talent and not necessarily have to deal with your normal, you know, transaction consequences of bringing guys up and bringing guys down. You know, ultimately you have that 60 man roster where it's normally a 25 man. So you're, you're more than, you know, doubling uh, your, your depth there, which can provide some for very interesting circumstances. Another thing I just thought about baseball recently entered this rule where, and it's going to go into effect this year, 2020, 2020 is this idea of uh, a reliever um, cannot come in and just face, you know, one batter. He's got to face three. And so with a 60 man roster, that's not a much of a big deal. But of course, in let's say a full season, 160 game season, a 25 man roster or 26 man roster. Well, that's a little bit different, right? Cause then you really gotta, uh, you gotta manage your roster there, massage the roster and see how things play out. So again, we got a lot of exciting things happen, happening here. Well, let's take a quick commercial break. We love our sponsors, and uh, we shall be right back. Being Home with Hunker is a podcast where we visit with designers, artists, and creatives in the spaces that express and shape their identities, their homes. If you love design and decor, if you're curious about how people live, or if you've been transitioning or transforming your own home, you'll love these honest conversations. Join us weekly at Being Home with Hunker. Visit hunker.com forward slash podcast where you can find, subscribe, and listen to the show. So folks, we are back and we are talking about a season full of wild cards. We have Major League Soccer, we have Major League Baseball, National Basketball Association, and the National Hockey League all coming back. They've all agreed to come back for shortened seasons and or playoffs and tournaments, postseasons, whatever you want to call it. There's bound to be a lot of surprises and expectations are all over the map. 
uh, our first thing that we talked about of the four that we're mentioning today about the sort of unpredictability in a shortened season is uh, the number one thing was uh, unexpected division winners. Number two is very high and low level performances. So imagine a team that has ups and downs uh, during the course of a season, right? Well, players comprise teams. So those individuals uh, will have days and weeks where struggles are prevalent. You know, how many times a guy uh, goes in a cold slump and then, you know, next thing he comes out of it. Well, of course, in a shortened season, that is much more exasperated. And so this means statistics will be all over the historical map. Guy, if a guy hits 20 home runs in a, in a season or makes so many three-pointers or, you know, uh, scores so many goals, it's going to be very interesting comparing that to history, especially in baseball. But, of course, this also provides for some great opportunity because if a guy hits 400 in a 60-game season or if uh, hits, you know, let's say 30 home runs in a 60-game season, or that's a 50% rate in terms of home runs per game, um, for, per games played. So performance is definitely going to be amplified amplified both on the high end and on the low end. So if somebody really struggles, it's going to look bad. If somebody does really well, it's going to obviously uh, look good. So again, there's going to be very high and low level performances to take in mind. The next thing to think about is stoppages. Now, of course, with the various professional sports leagues having been stopped or delayed uh, because of COVID-19, there's bound to be delays for the same reason. Now, of course, the hope is, is that the bubbles, the quarantine bubbles, particularly created with MLS and um, National Basketball Association in Orlando, Florida, with the Disney ESPN complex, but also the quarantine and safety precautions, particularly not having fans, uh, keeping to regional schedules where, for example, in baseball, the AL West and the NL West will be playing each other. They won't be doing a ton of traveling in terms of going to the East Coast or whatever it might be or into the Midwest. So in that sense, it's going to be interesting. Key point here, a lot of folks are not talking about this. In some sense, these shortened seasons are almost a placate to the past, meaning, you know, it wasn't, it was, you know, let's say uh, 20, 30 years ago before you had um, this sort of uh, interleague play you know, you typically would not see American League teams, right? Now, of course, in this scenario with baseball, you're going to see interleague teams because AL West will play the NL West and they'll play each other within the division and, and sort of outside of the division in that sense of AL versus NL. But um, there's not going to be this sort of long travel across the coast. And so in that sense, a team that plays in the NL West or NL West is not going to play each other um uh, at least to my understanding, in the World Series. So it's going to be very interesting in that sense about how that plays out. And uh, somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it is going to be interesting, and I'd be curious how they're going to set up the playoffs that way. But it brings up this sort of interesting question of you have interleague play, but you're doing a lot less travel, and uh, which is sort of a, a, a play to the past there where you mostly stay local, and then you end up seeing different teams you know, uh, in the World Series that may not have played, right? So, for example, even in the current scenario, even if it is AL versus NL still in the World Series, you're still going to get a situation where, let's say, the Dodgers play the Yankees or um, let's say the Braves play 
I'm trying to think of an NL sort of base team. Let's say the Braves play the Houston Astros. Now, normally during the course of a season, you may have a chance to see that team because of interleague play. But, of course, with the divisional play being prevalent in this 60-game season, you're not going to see that. So, again, somewhat of a play to the past. But the point with stoppages in that context is that there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. Potentially, you're going to have these 60-man rosters potentially uh, being used. Um, also highlights the important of importance of the 60-man roster. But there's potential for stoppages, and I think that adds to the drama. It adds to the uh, to the season itself, uh, the unpredictability, and you may have a situation where a guy gets sick, unfortunately, and then he can't start the next day, and then you got to bring up a rookie. So it does bring up opportunities, a lot of interesting scenarios, uh, and a very a lot of unfortunate scenarios. But again, it's one of the four things I think uh, that uh, will happen during these shortened professional sports seasons. So again, we've talked about unexpected division winners. We've talked about very high and low level performances. And we've also talked about stoppages. Lastly, everything means a little bit more. So this is sort of the fourth thing. Everything means a little bit more. What are we saying there? Well, what we're really talking about is that the return of sports is a welcome reprieve and renewal, right? But we're also seeing production has and will also continue to see some serious renovations and improvements especially where there's no fans. We've talked about the advertising uh, aspect of that and covering seats with tarps that have um, you know, sponsors on them. Uh, we've talked about uh, MLS in terms of uh, their ability uh, to have multiple camera angles and how that's going to look. Uh, the other night I was watching a clip of a home run being hit, and you could clearly hit, hear the uh, crack of the bat you know, from the ball. And it's... Again, with no fans in place, you're going to hear a lot of that. We're going to hear players, you know, talking on the field. We're going to hear a lot of that going on. So it actually could be potentially uh, a lot of fun, uh, even though fans won't be there in the stands for the most part. So I think overall, it's going to be a season full of wild cards. We have a lot of players who are really excited to come back and play, and and um, you know, it, it's just going to be a very interesting uh, shortened season for. Uh, these four different leagues, particularly the NHL, MLS, uh, NBA, and uh, Major League Baseball. So, folks, uh, that is this week's show. We hope that you enjoyed it. And, again, I'm your host, Jeremy Evans. This is Believe in Sports Law via the Believe Podcast Network. Hope you have a great week, and thank you again for listening in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.